and think for yourself. Yeah, I know, but dude, that yeah. can happen at any age. Oh, yeah. Like, that's not... Look, man, that's an awakening. And, and that's just being able to say... When you do this, right, when you let go of all your preconceived teachings and lessons and biases and things that were instilled in you directly or indirectly from your experiences and you let go and you observe the world in a way that is um, not biased and, and, and you make a decision on yourself, dude, that's so freeing. Yeah. It's so freeing. And if America would just stop right now and say, dude, you know what? I can't support that because I don't believe in that. Right. Regardless of what their friends say and regardless of these motherfucking left wingers, they right now, if this happened and I, what I just said happened, they'd have fucking 10% of the vote. Mm. I think, but I think they're going to get, it's going to be, it's going to come down to the wire again because dude, people are too proud and they don't want to lose because they've built in their mind that, that, you know, like we talked about today, like, like a black 65 year old man. Okay. Like if he, dude, conservative, the conservatives I know would be like, fuck yeah, bro. Right. Way to fucking see it. Right. Like, dude, fuck yeah. Like they would be pumped, dude. And they want you on the team. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and I don't think that, I don't think there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of people on the left that don't feel that that would be the case. They feel like their whole network would hate them and this and that. Look, man, sometimes Sometimes making decisions that are ha- that are that are that are going to hurt are still right. A lot right. of times, actually, right? You know, doing the right m- more often than not. I think so too, man. You, you, you know, know why I think people have a hard time switching positions is because I think I don't they have really any problem switching. Positions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I, you do because you're rolling around. You know, just <laughs> <laughs> a little juicy. Well, in what are you talking about? I don't have those problems. <laughs> <laughs> See, um, you know, if you would have met. <laughs> If you would have met me at 18 and asked me, hey, do you, you know, because I was, you know, grew up in conservative, yeah. Bible-believing church. And if you would have asked me, hey, do you think Catholics are saved? I'd be like, no, they're going to hell. And now I look back and I don't say that I was bad then. I was just wrong. Did and you, I think I think people don't understand that there's a difference between being wrong and being bad. That, that's and, that's be, that's the urban in you coming out. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's that, exactly. it's that lifestyle. Listen, I, I've been I've been silently waiting here taking notes because I think, and this is what what I've seen from the sidelines in this whole situation is it's it's a bad it's really a it's a shit sandwich because there's a lot of lack of education and it comes out when you start censoring the information that these people are being fed because. They haven't taken the time to do their research or they're not worldly uh, or they don't have enough real world experience. When you start censoring the information that they're getting, they're starting to make decisions based off of that bad information. And then they make bad decision on bad decision on bad decision. And it comes to a bad outcome. And when you look at the, you know, what does it mean to be a Democrat? When you read that, it's a surface level sale because it's supposed to it's supposed to resonate with the common person. But that person doesn't. They're not going to spend much more time outside of reading that definition to say, "Well, I'm I'm a de- I must be a Democrat." And then they go on about their life and they just assume, "Well, I'm a Democrat, so I'm supposed to vote Democrat." That's right. And they're not. They don't ever take the time to educate themselves to go a little bit deeper and spend time watching or reading or they just watch a little bit of the news and they whatever their view is and then they go fucking live their life and make the decision. And it's a it's a slippery slope when the government and or Facebook or social media in general is censoring the information that's being downstream to to these people because now they're going to make bad decisions on bad decisions on bad decisions and we're, we're just seeing the fucking we're seeing it we're right seeing now. it right right it, now yeah and at a huge scale because this is such a huge story 
and they're trying so hard to stop it from becoming the, the in my opinion the truth coming out they're trying so hard to keep the truth from coming out about what's going on that they're exposing themselves but that's the thing right like if you're an educated person like i mean look look at the stats in st louis missouri i mean you, you know you're, I'm, a, I'm a statistical person by nature like well the odds are, i mean i go down to our job site there's a hundred guys there. They're all working. Like it's been working the whole time. The whole time. They don't wear masks. Yeah. You know, like, and then I go watch the news and you, you make it feel like you got to go out of area 51. You I, know what I'm like? Well, wait a minute. And if you don't, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. And, and, and I'm sitting here thinking like, I go here and I see what's really happening. And then I go watch it on the news and it's not fucking, it's not the same. No. And then I go back down there, you know, three weeks later, they're still doing their shit. And they make it seem like it's fucking snowballing the wrong way. Well, that's wrong. Well, Sal, not only that, I mean, you and I both talk to people all over the country every fucking day. Has anyone else shared a different opinion than you on no, that? No. And then people are like, I hope you're staying safe. Like, what, do you, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I'm going to Starbucks, dude. People, dude. I go to Starbucks yeah, every pe- fucking day. People are sending me these motherfuckers. safe. They're sending you masks. Dude, they're, no, they're, uh, yeah, I get masks. I get those too, too but yeah. safe. Like, yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? No, I've been getting, getting these texts like this. Hey, bro, just check it in, man. Making sure you're healthy. Like, bro, you guys see, you guys see my fucking Instagram? I'm not just healthy. I'm fucking jacked. Right, right, right. <laughs> no, but, you know, like you look at that and it's like, well, I, how the fuck are they doing this? And that's what I think. Well, I think- because, dude, Sal, they, the businesses have gotten so big, they now own the media. They literally own the media. Facebook is the news for a lot of people. The Washington Post owned by Amazon. Like, dude, if you go look at who owns what, it's going to become very clear why the message is the way it is if you connect the dots in your head. But that's my point is you got to take the time to like go, go, go do. And I'm not saying go do your own research and just use a Google tool. I'm, I'm saying like, hey, listen, like follow the money and where the money can be fucking manipulated is where you're going to see the opinions be moved. Okay. Yeah. And when you look at like, when you watch the stock market fall and they're starting to rise it back up, like there, this is a play. And I, I just the, the best part about it though, Sal, is that nobody's buying it. Like, yeah. dude, yeah. we've been shut down for eight fucking weeks. The stock market is like three thousand points off its high. I know this. When it was eighteen two, I was buying it. No I shit, everything I could. Yeah, <laughs> but dude, no. the, but the point is of what they're of what you're saying though, and I agree with this, is that most Democrats, most Democrats, most because dude, we got to be very careful. Remember the loud, crazy motherfuckers you hear? That's not most Democrats. That's the that's their equivalent that's the of the rights equivalent of the KKK. Right. All right? right. So if you don't want people to, if you're a conservative and you don't want people to call you the KKK, then you can't call these people who think Democrats, blue hair, fucking nose piercing, all this crazy shit you guys call them. That's not okay either. Right? So- we have, let's just say, 20% on the far right. Well, we have 10% on the far right, 10% on the far left. That leaves with 80% in the middle. Those are the people that really fucking matter. And and those are the people that also generally tend to elect the president. That's correct. And Not generally, it's, again, yeah. it's a fact. statistical yeah. fact. Yeah. 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 But the point that I want to make here, because, dude, I get accused of this all the time. Like, dude, you're riding Trump's nuts. No, I'm not. I like Trump. I do like Trump. But I'm still going to fucking say when he ain't do the right shit. Like right now, I feel like he is dragging his feet way too long to get shit going again. I agree. And it's pissing me the fuck off. Let's go, man. Yeah. Like stand up, be the leader that we elected, and shut all these fuckers down. That's what I think. And people say, oh my God, you're so insensitive. No, I'm not. The stats don't tell us anything different. Okay? 
But the point, I keep trying to get to this point. The point is, most Democrats are really good fucking people. They have great hearts. Like my Democrat friends, dude, the reason they're Democrats is because they care so much about people and they feel like that the right only cares about money. And that's not true either. My right friends, they understand something real good. They understand the more you care about people, the more money you make. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, dude, if everybody would just communicate a little bit nicer and be a little more open and less tied to what they were brought up to believe, the world would be a better place. Yeah, but it's hard to communicate with one another when you're getting fed shit. Well, it's also, well, dude, on purpose. No, no, that's my point, especially whenever you watch one news channel or the other, because then then that's the, your Bible versus dude, that's going the out. Problem. Like, yeah, honestly, yeah. bro, like, dude, you, you just being a black man, yeah. you deal with, you deal statistically with more Democrats. Yeah. That, dude, do those people not care about people? It's not, dude. No, but I'm making a point. Like, they yeah. fucking care. Yeah. It's just what they believe is right. Right. You know? And, dude, that's, that, like, they, dude, people say, oh, dude, oh, everybody on the left just wants free shit. That's not true either. It's, it, dude, there's good Americans on both sides. And every conversation I've ever had with a Democrat that's fucking started out with an argument, and it, finally I say, hey, look, dude, look, we're both on the same team here. What do you want? And if you get to that point where you can say, hey, what do you want? They're going to say the same shit. I, I, want, I want to be happy. I want to be able to do things I want to do. I don't want to have uh, this and this and this. Dude, everybody wants the same shit. We're being sold a bill of goods that is a lie. That's the problem. Okay, so now, we, now the solution or the, the question becomes, well, who's telling the truth? Because... The Democrat line of fucking, you know, that they try to sell. Uh, now, I'm not talking about the ultra liberal shit where right. like, they, you know, they tax everybody 90 percent, all that crazy. Right. Fuck you fucking idiots. Can't do it. Can't even do math. OK, <laughs> but like. Guys, we're on the same team. You know what I'm saying? Like all of us, all of you listening right now, whether you're black, white, yellow, fucking red, whether you're Arab, uh, Muslim, Bosnian, Indian, fuck, it don't matter. Urban. Urban. <laughs> you can identify as a, the whitest urban dude ever. That's right. I mean, dude, we, we we live in this awesome country where we can do anything we want. Right. And but we can only do it we can only do everything we want when we stick together about it. Because if we don't, this is what happens. Remember the last 10 years, you guys? The last 10 years, what have we had? We've had Facebook just dividing the shit out of everybody. You know, how did conversations get to this point? I mean, I've covered this before on the show, but it's worth repeating. You know, back in the day, man, you had to talk to someone face to face or you could send them a letter. You could knock on the door. You could knock on their door. Now we, we got to a point where, you know, then the TV and the, and the newspaper and, and radio came. So we started getting influenced by these other things, right? That aren't conversations. So now we're like, oh, well, I talked to Joe. Joe thinks this, but fuck, man, I heard this dude on the radio say, we don't know that motherfucker on the radio. And we don't know his agenda. We don't know who's paying him. We don't know nothing. And you still don't. Okay. Then we went 70 years like that. Okay. We got the telephone. We got a couple, you, you know, we got, and then we get to like the fax machine and we get to a new age of technology, you know, a hundred years after the telephone roughly. And then we're like, oh, Okay, we can communicate a little bit more. Now we can send emails. Okay, now we can send texts. That's easy, right? Like, we don't have to have a conversation anymore. I can just send a text and say, W-Y-D, 
Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. That's right. the conversations we're getting to. Then, then they invent emojis. Yeah. Okay. Now we can just send each other emojis. You know, you like to send me the eggplant one all the time. All the time. Yeah. Dude. But like, so then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then we get to a point where, you know, now, dude, we've gone so far that way to where we can respond to a motherfucking Instagram comment with a heart. And guess what? I do it all the time. You know what I'm saying? Um, on on Facebook, on on Instagram, you know, communicating on a point used to be like when it first started. A lot of you guys don't even remember this. Vaughn, you would say something, and I would reply back with an actual fucking thought. <laughs> what a novel! Remember that novel idea? <laughs> like, but but here's what happened. They started being. It started being. They they made it so you could like people's comments. Okay, and, and once it. that happened, everything changed because now. People don't make the comments to talk to you. They make the comments for the likes that they get from the other people that are watching the conversation. So now we have a, a, a communication system that is literally set up to fucking argue. That's crazy. It's also set up because they, I know, I know you know this, but they've done studies where when somebody likes your post, you get a hit of dopamine and it, it becomes a, a absolutely an emotionally like dog, emotional yeah. payoff from yeah. it. So people don't post things based on what's true or what they actually believe. They post things based on what they think is going to get reaction. the other person's approval. Correct. Yeah, so That's it's totally saying. messed up. So now instead of you saying what you say, like you know, you 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 put your beliefs out there, okay? And you're an intelligent person. You're very, very and dude. This is this is really what happened, okay? You you I'm looking at you guys. You guys are all intelligent people. You put your shit out there, and now instead of people having a conversation, you all you attract is people to fucking say, "Well, fuck you, man." Blah 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 blah. And and they for their two minutes, they want to sound like they know everything. They can't. They're ignorant to the fact that they look around their whole lives and they're like, "Fuck, dude." Uh, I I don't know. Like, do, does what I, the decisions I've made have they been the right ones? They can't realize that most of the decisions they made have been pretty shitty. Yeah. All right. So. Now we have a scenario where the smart people, the people who have actual knowledge about things, who have done things, not they aren't even on fucking Facebook. You know why? It's all a bunch of people who have nothing better to do to argue. That's it. And dude, you don't see fucking super wealthy business owners on Facebook. You don't see, like it doesn't happen. I mean, you might once in a while, but they're not on there every day fucking arguing with Joe Blow and this and that. So now you have a vacuum of intelligence. Now you have a vacuum of knowledge. Now you have a vacuum of experience that isn't happening for the average person anymore. And so what happens? The dumb argue with the dumber. <laughs> and it gets worse and worse and worse. This is also why, and this is an important thing to remember too. You know, the people who are in politics are not the smartest people out there, guys. Mm -mm. The smartest people out there are in business and they're making fucking millions of dollars and changing the fucking world. And they look at politics and say, fuck that. So you guys assume that you're dealing with the smartest possible people when you're not. Because the really smart people, they don't want to get into politics because they're like, dude, I don't want to fight those people. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Because, dude, politics used to be service. It used to be a noble thing. That's right. It was yeah. a noble thing. You did your fucking duty. Yeah. It's not that anymore. No. Now it's a career. Yep. Because we was, don't have term limits. Uh -huh, that's right. 
We've never had a situation. Politics not supposed to be a career, guys. It's supposed to be service. You're supposed to do it to contribute to the betterment of the United States. Okay? And, dude, a lot of us business people are very guilty for not fucking doing our duty. That's the truth. And now we have a bunch of people whose whole goal, and I'm not saying all of them. There's some good politicians, too, believe it or not. There is. I don't know too many off the top of my head. But there's people that are there for the right reasons. Most of them are not. And we have a scenario where these people are basically just dreaming up the shit that they think is right and wrong. So you put the people who can't do in a role to make the decisions for everybody else that can, it doesn't even make sense, you know? And so I know that some people are going to argue and be like, man, there's some motherfuckers in there with 10 PhDs and shit. That don't mean you're, that doesn't mean you're smart. It means you're able to follow directions, like intelligence is not it memorize, to, memorize sorry, a test and 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 get an A. That's right. not intelligence. That's memorization. Intelligence is being presented with a problem and finding a fucking solution that works. Well, and I think intelligence also has real world experience. And I, it's the ability to adapt. Well, and and you can only this is the problem. And you you alluded to this earlier when you talk about Mark Zuck, Mark Zuckerberg. You know, you give a young kid a bunch of money. Sal, I don't, he, before you get into this, I don't, I'm not painting him as some fucking crazy fucking no. piece of shit. Dude, what he's done for the world is amazing. But I think what I'm trying to paint for you guys is the perspective that he's living in. Yeah. Like yeah. imagine you being in his body. It it would be, he, he doesn't know he doesn't have the perspective. Well, I think it's one of those things that, you know, he, I think he, he wants to do well. He thinks he's doing well. I agree. And I have a great example for this. And this is what I was going to tell you is, you know, I I had a great deal of respect for Justin Bieber. He made a post one time, and he was talking about, you know, I get judged so much for being the Biebs and being this punk little fucking kid. He's like, but you have to remember, since I was 14, 15, 16 years old, I didn't, I've never had to do anything. I've never had to mow the grass or water the lawn. I've had more money than I ever know what to do with. I've always had servants. I've never had to do chores. I don't know what it's like to have a job. And he's like, so when you have all this money, like, of course, you're going to buy Lamborghinis and you're going to get drunk and you're going to race down the road because that's what you do when you're a kid. You're going to do the same shit we all fucking did, except you got some money. That's right. <laughs> right. And so and you got everybody watching you. Yeah. You yeah. also have power. Yes. And that's a you have every successful person that, you know, who were teaching us bowing down to him when he's 14 to get his money. Yeah. And, and he doesn't, but he doesn't know it any differently. And so what happened is he had to hit rock bottom in his own proverbial way through life over 10, 15 years. He woke up. And he still doesn't know. Yeah. He still has a very sheltered viewpoint. And so, you know, when you start looking at people that have real world experience, you know, to my point earlier about lack of education is the problem. It is the problem that we face in politics, in media, in life. In people, business. In business. It's it's not understanding what you don't know and then the, the, the knowledge or the will to go want to learn it. And so, like, in, in the Biebs case, like, there's only one way to know what it's like to fucking cut your grass. You got to cut your motherfucking grass. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You got to mm -hmm. fucking put some work gloves on and carry concrete forms if you want to be able to relate to those per to those people. And so experience and education can solve 95% of the issues, but you got to go through them, especially if you're making decisions for them. When I, so when you talk about the American people, like, if you've never been in their shoes, motherfucker, it's really hard to make decisions for those people. Right. And that takes a level of awareness in itself. Like, dude, I would admire Mark Zuckerberg a lot more. I don't really admire him at all, honestly. Like, I'm I'm happy for him. I'm glad he made all the money. I think it's cool what he did with Facebook, all this shit. But I would actually respect him if he was able to say something like that. Like, hey, look, guys, um, 
it's been a little bit weird in my life. Like I became a billionaire at fucking 24 or whatever it was, 23. Okay. Um, I've had a different experience than you guys. You know what I'm saying? And just say that and saying, and to, to, to help even out that I've enlisted these people to help me make these decisions. And these people should, these people that he picks should be people from both sides of the political aisle and different places. Like there should be some people who are, uh, you know, they're business people. They're smart and they execute in business. There should be people who are, uh, you know, smart about social issues and, and things that have experience in that. Uh, there should be people on there that, that are medical experts legitimately with no fucking agendas, dude. Like you can't, it's not right that the people who are telling you to stay home and never see anybody and never touch the thing again, never shake hands again, never this, that, and the other, that they are allowed to own patents on drugs that cure the disease they're trying to perpetuate mm-hmm. and exactly. push. That's not, what the fuck is that? That is not America. It's not okay. Okay. And dude, I just, dude, I think humility goes a long way, which is, you know, it's kind of weird to hear me say, cause most people are like, dude, what the fuck? But like, <laughs> do we, uh, uh, saying hey i don't know is okay man even if you're the fucking president you know well and i I think that's where my respect does come from the president i agree because i think for the first three or four weeks like he did a phenomenal job of of assembling people and trying to listen but you know like here comes the education piece that i'm not gonna let those people make my decisions for me and my family it's not gonna fucking happen you know why because i i have an education and i am a smart person and i'm gonna make the decision that's best for me i'm certainly I'm certainly not going to allow the media to to generate my fear or to generate how I dictate and live my life. I'm going to let my experience mixed with my education dictate how I go. And you know what? I like my Starbucks coffee and they were fucking open. And guess what? I'm going to go. I didn't wear a fucking mask. Hate me for it. But I don't give a fuck because you know what? I look at the stats and I say, okay, well, I get the flu every year. They already tell me that 90% of the Americans are going to get this fucking disease. Our hospitals are not shut down. They're not overrun. We have enough ventilators. Okay, if I'm going to get the disease or this virus, at some point in time, I'm going to get this virus, whether it's now or August or September, does it really matter? No, it doesn't. The hospitals Now the hospitals are furloughing people so because don't they even, don't have elective don't even, surgeries. There's so much shit we don't even know about it. Yeah, and what I'm sitting here thinking like, well... There's no way to even know. There's no way. There's no fucking proof out there that this shit even transmits from person to person. There's not fucking proof of it. There's no proof of it. Well, I'm just saying, if they're telling us that 90% of people are going to get it, well, then let's get this fucking dog and pony show on the road. Let's saddle up. I'm going to go get some coffee. Yeah. No <laughs> shit, dude. <laughs> but, like, look, man, and, like, you know, and, and I'm not trying to be insensitive about it because, dude, there is people getting sick and there is people dying just like there has been in every pandemic. The problem is the numbers that are being presented here are not accurate. And they're making people think that all these extra people are dying when in reality, it's the same number of people dying as usual. They're just dying with this virus inside of them that mm-hmm. kills them or maybe not even kill them. Well, I can't wait to see. This is the stat that I'd like. like to I, I want to see, dude, here's what I want to see, bro. I want to see the stats of all the other shit. Well, I think you could easily define that. You know, everybody tries to, they're like, well, we can't pick it apart. Okay, well, then let's look at. This is the the, brain, the the business brain of me. All right, well, let's go back to 2019 and say from January 1 to April 30th, how many people died in 19? And in 2020, from January 1 to April 30th, how many people died in America? If it's fucking quadruple, all right, we got a problem. Yeah, but it isn't. That's right. Yeah. 
So when you start look, you start looking at that, like, okay, I'm gonna go do me. I'm gonna go live my life. And you know what? And I and for the people who are sensitive, and and I feel I actually feel badly about it. It's a weird. It's kind of actually a, a, it could be a topic. There's a a gentleman on who there's a gentleman who we know or who I met whose daughter died of of the coronavirus, right? Because she's not she had an autoimmune deficiency and she it's was fucking terrible. Yeah, and like you know he didn't get to see her when when she died. He well, wasn't remember. He, also, all those people who are dying of other shit, they don't get a fucking funeral either right now. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that, that part to me, and then, you know, and then to me, like, what do you say? Like, I'm, I'm changing the way I am as a human, which is the right thing to do, which is go shake that man's hand and tell him you're sorry and, you know, attend their funeral and be a part of the celebration of their life, even though it's a shitty situation. And fuck, I can't even say it because I don't know what to fucking say because they're not allowed to go be at peace with their own daughter. It's terrible, and that's a me- that that's a media thing. That's, I know that's bullshit. I don't it like is. that because you know what? I would attend that funeral, yeah, out of pro- out of representation for that dad. Bro, it's not just a funeral. It's the fuck. What about the people who have cancer right now who have been fighting it for years and years and years, and they're on their final leg. They don't get to see their families. They don't get to see their friends. They don't get to say goodbye. They're doing it on a motherfucking iPhone. That's bullshit. Yeah, more uh, babies being born. My you know? uh, my mom's cut or excuse me, my mom's neighbors. Uh, she's been real close to this couple that's just, you know, they're in their seventies or eighties and he just died and he was a veteran. And, uh, once again, you, she wasn't allowed the, the, the wife who's been married to him for 60 years was not allowed to be there, uh, when he passed. And I just, I'm trying to wrap my mind around this because he doesn't have COVID. She doesn't have COVID. You're literally telling me that you couldn't have just ushered this woman in, let her say goodbye and ushered her out. Like, I don't, I can't wrap my head around it. So a lot of people are missing extremely powerful life moments because of well, the insanity of all this. Well, I think the point is, is that they've removed the ability to choose. Right. We have the right to choose that. Right. We do. Yeah. And your safety does not extend over someone's civil rights. It just doesn't. If you're afraid and you're scared, then stay the fuck home. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. And I, I, think, uh, I think a good place to take this, man, is like... You know, how do you make a decision? Mm-hmm. You know what In I'm saying? In this crazy world? Yeah. How, like, do, you, how, how do you do it? How do you do it? Like, not just with regard to coronavirus, but this is... Actually, this you period. and I were talking about the fact that we, uh, we've we both been reading that book uh, by Ray... How do you say his last name? Dalio. Ray Dalio. Uh, his his book, Principles, really good. Yeah, I've it, read it a bunch of times. Yeah, it uh, it kind of touches on decision-making process. But um, yeah, it, that's this is a good, uh, good segment to talk about this. You know... There is so much craziness going on. And even when there's not craziness going on, all of us have tough decisions to make. So why don't you break down kind of how you think, like, how do you go about making decisions? How do you go about, you know, determining the course of action for your life? Man, it's real simple. I I detach myself, okay? I look at the facts and I detach myself from the emotions of those facts, that's the first thing I've always done. Um, I I will evaluate. I will dig in. I'll look and see where I can, you know, is there, is there you know, like I said earlier, am I, am I being sold something or is this true? And then I'll try to find it three or four different places. And, um, you know, it's not, a re- it's not relevant how I feel. I look for the actual truth and I identify the truth based around what is facts. And, um, you know, it's just like firing someone like, dude, it ain't fun firing anybody fucking sucks. 
Uh, Unless they steal from you. Well, that's different. That that's, one, that's that one, one feels thing. good. <laughs> yeah, it does. No, it does. No, I'm with you. But I think, you know, learning to make non-emotional decisions is a phase of life of growing up. I agree. It's a, And it's a hard phase to get through. Very because, hard. Because you get your ego in it and you want to be emotional, but you got to really like pull yourself back and take a look at it. And this is where the political landscape does get, it does get, it, the lines bleed because not everybody is at that point. I know. We're like, hey man. I I am a I don't even want to say I'm a Republican because I'm I am very center I'm just right of center, but I have to like really always say like whenever you know because my uh, my brother in law he's he's a liberal, and he's a lawyer no problem but when he we because we sometimes in the gym in the morning we work out you know we talk we I love to hear his perspective, and I like to see things from his shoes you know what I mean I, even if I don't agree with him I ha- I try to take the angle like how does he see that like why does he think that right. You know, and then yeah, my, my sister-in-law, like she works, you know, she works in the hospital. Like, why would she think this? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because, okay, all right, makes sense to me. But if I'm trying to drive my agenda, which is politics, drive my, constantly drive and drive to play the win, like, because that's your emotion, that's your ego playing in. I've learned in that experience, you often make the wrong decision. Absolutely. You know? And I think that, you know, being aware enough to rise above yourself to make a decision is a huge thing. You know, like... You have to pretend as if you're making the decision for a boss that you got to fucking relate to. You know what I'm saying? Not you. Well, I, and you I, have to remove your own interests. I, dude, I always do that. That's what always, like, in business especially, people have a tendency to make decisions based around their own benefit. But the problem is eventually you start making decisions like that and your company starts losing. Because a lot of times when you're trying to grow and become better and do things, what benefits you is not what benefits the company all the time. Well, I mean, I always leave it. So I do my leadership meetings and I always end it with who you're going to fire, yeah. right? Or who are we firing today? Like, cause that's, I think that's a decision, but I always, when we're navigating the waters on, all right, do we do this? Do we do this? Do we go left? Do we go right? And I was, I was asked a question, like, what would you choose? And what's best for the team? Yeah. There are two different questions because the oh, first yeah, one, the first sure. one is usually, Usually the answer, and I've covered this before. When I ask somebody a question, the answer I get is, I know is dictate off how they're getting paid. Right. I understand that fundamentally. Right. But when you can teach them to look at what's best for the team, not always, a lot of times they'll have a different answer. Right. Or it comes, it brings into a different situation. But my point in doing so is I'm trying to teach them to think it's not about you. It's about us. Well, I think that leads into the second point of making a great critical decision is it's not about how someone's going to react. It's about what the fuck is right. Hey, hey, told my teacher, don't.